0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the What's on Joe' Mind team stream. It's Thursday night. It's nine o'clock. You didn't have anything else to do. Don't quit pretending you did. Uh, I'm Mike here. <laughs> I'm Mike here. It's Harry.
1: <laughs> Are you sure?
0: Oh my god! I, I've I've gone and screwed up the. Uh, gone and screwed up the stereo thing again. It's never a team stream unless I'm screwing up the stereo thing. But, anyways, uh, with me this evening, the hot show, Mark Weber.
2: Woohoo! And I brought backup. It's Weber here. Pretty rare that what's on Joe Mine is 50% Weber. <laughs> and they said, well, Joe's got that whole wedding honeymoon thing. She can't make it. I said, great. She'll be 50% Weber. And Mike said, "No, I got a co-host." And I said, "I better up my game. We're going to yep. keep this. If we're going to keep this fifty percent, Weber, I got to hustle."
0: That's right. That's right. And you may see in the bottom row there that is uh, the 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 nerve center of Codename Iowa, the hosts of Operation Armor on November seven. That is Brian Sauer and Travis Weber.
1: Howdy. Hello. Thank you for having us.
0: Sorry I didn't give you a, a more flowery intro, man, but uh, the honcho yeah, went a little crazy on us there.
3: We're, we're out of here. I that We need more than that. <laughs> I just say it's a better greeting than I get whenever I come home, so. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <No>.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh. Look, oh
1: guys, man,
0: it, it, it bumped Brian down. I got to move him back uh-huh, up. got uh, to get him back up.
2: The- Mike <laughs> screwed up his own name on the intro, so... Maybe you gotta lower your expectations
0: a little bit. Yeah, no it it one wasn't
3: so if he screwed it up. So it,
0: it wasn't so much that I screwed it up. It's just that I started hearing myself in my headphones two seconds ago, mm-hmm. and so I had no I, I had no idea what I was saying anymore. It was over. We were done. You said, you said, and I quote, "I'm Mike here," I'm... and then you talk <laughs> Herculoids. Then I then I started talking like Gloop from the Herculoids again. <laughs>
3: I can't do that. Don't well, wrap it up. The show can't get any better than that from, at this right? point. Uh, <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. night. Uh, no, not quite. Not quite. But
0: uh, we got a little news. Two, then two, we'll two, talk two, to, to these two gentlemen about their, their fine event coming up a week from Saturday. But uh, first up on the docket. Really a week from Saturday? Two weeks, right? Two weeks. Okay. So, okay. Don't rush it, it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I just say it uh, better because seconds? we're not ready for it next week. You oh know. yeah, no, <laughs>
0: next weekend. Next weekend is, is Halloween, so never mind. My bad.
3: Yep, yep, yep. That's okay.
0: I'm denying. November
3: Saturday, November seventh.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll get to it. Relax. We got we got like, this is we do an hour and fifteen or so. So we got like <laughs> an hour and twelve minutes to get to it, Travis. Relax, man.
3: Oh uh, man, my Sadly. preacher background's kicking in. You got to say it five times to make people remember it. So Sadly. we're down one. I if thought say I heard.
2: Oh, I was going to say, I thought I read we could kill their mics while you were answering the questions,
0: Mike. If only. but Isn't you know. that
2: what we agreed to? Yeah. Fair
0: enough. I sure. mean, it, it, the, the problem with it is if, if you say November 7th five times in a mirror, Brian Sauer appears. Exactly. But if he's exactly. already here, then why would we do that? Right? November 7th. In, in front of a mirror.
2: In front of a mirror. Your
0: screen doesn't count. Okay, anyway.
2: November 7th. I'm getting the word out. There you go. November 7th. November
0: 7th. (laughs) So our our first news item tonight. Uh, Jay Cochran at TNI posted an article this afternoon concerning the potential of an upcoming Sergeant Slaughter figure in the new G.I. Joe classified line. And I'm going to go ahead and get that up on the screen for everybody. Ooh. And uh, from the top, again, that is dated October 22, so just earlier today. uh, Jeff, I don't know who Jeff is. Jeff sends us word of this video of a live virtual signing that took place earlier this week at 80s Wrestling Con with WWE legend Sergeant Slaughter. In the video at one point, time mark 1.15.30, Slaughter mentions he has a meeting this week in Rhode Island with a new friend named Ben, who he says is real close with Hasbro. Of course, Hasbro is located in Rhode Island, and the Ben he refers to is probably Ben Montano, who is a global brand executive for product marketing and entertainment at Hasbro. You may recall he moderated the G.I. Joe brand panel during PulseCon. So we obviously have no idea why Sergeant Slaughter is meeting with Hasbro or what might actually come of it, but our thought would be to discuss the possibility of doing a new G.I. Joe figure. The last time we got a Sergeant Slaughter G.I. Joe was from Hasbro, or rather, a, last time we got a Sergeant Slaughter G.I. Joe from Hasbro was back in 2010 for the 3 and 7, or 3.75-inch 25th anniversary line, which was released as a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. If we got a new Slaughter figure, we would think it would be for the new 6-inch classified line. Of course, someone already beat Hasbro to the punch on that front since there is already a new Sergeant Slaughter 6-inch figure coming from Bolivar's for the 112-scale Action Force line. Excuse me. If Hasbro ends up releasing a new 6-inch G.I. Joe classified Sergeant Slaughter figure, it will be interesting to see who does it better, misplaced question mark. And then gives us a bunch of pictures and so on and so forth. So interesting piece of news that broke this afternoon. Um, Mark, you're, you're a former chief marketing officer for a G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. Why don't we turn to you first? What, what does this look like to you? Uh, well, I'm automatically skeptical of any headline with question
2: marks at the end of it. <laughs> right? Let me let me throw one by you, right? Will The Rock star in Little Women 2? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I'd probably go see not, that movie. Right? Yeah, probably That'd not. Be amazing. So, right? Oh, I'd God. watch that movie. <laughs> I, 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 I. Will, will they ever stop making Fast and the Furious movies? Question mark, question mark, question. Uh, anyway, anyway. Uh, and the reporting is even dubious, right? Because there was a Sergeant Slaughter Creo GI Joe figure in what 2015, yeah. something like that, fifteen or sixteen, yeah. right? So they even, you know, he even got that wrong. So you know, is there is there something in the works? Who knows? Uh, but I wouldn't I wouldn't take this as a smoking gun. I mean, it Runs wasn't it was about your- a Hold in Delaware. I mean, even if even if,
1: even if if the conversations are true, I mean, how long would it take for development and release of this? I mean, you're talking a couple of years, 18 months at the very quickest. 18 months minimum. Yeah. yeah so by the time we see, we would see a, a slaughter figure, you know, a couple of years, who knows with COVID and everything else going on, it could be another five, six years. I don't know. I'm still waiting for some of my, uh, you know, my wave one to come from Hasbro. So
0: we'll see. Second honcho, Travis Weber. Yes, sir.
3: Uh, I fully expect this to be a My Little Pony crossover, uh, and I think it would be amazing. <laughs> I uh, I think people are blowing smoke with G.I. Joe. He's been there. He's done that. The Sarge has, no, has not gone equestrian, <laughs> though. So, it's time um, to conquer new worlds. That's right. Either that or the Transformer crossover. I could see him transforming into, like, a taco truck or something, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think it's, it's right for, for cross pollination. They're all into that crossover thing now with the Transformers, you know.
2: I like right. pick Picking up what Travis is putting down, I'm thinking right. of the camo ranger. There right? you go. Mask with that giant
3: shin under it. So good. Oh, man. <laughs> You've seen some of those. Remember Transformers animated? They had the chins out to there. I mean, he already looks like one of those guys.
0: So <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I you hadn't thought of that. But uh, I, my thinking was, is that uh, Volivers probably has the rights to do Sarge in six inches. Maybe they don't have the rights to do them in other scales.
2: I mean, it's possible. I don't, I don't know
0: anything uh, in general,
2: but specifically about uh, uh, what Bobby's got working contractually with Sergeant uh, Slaughter. But does, it does, does anybody else feel like Hasbro's on the verge of unleashing three and three quarter figures right now?
3: After I mean, there's the,
0: the retro line.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, would it be possible to fit, you know, just re-release the San Diego figure in the retro line? I, I guess. No. The only way <laughs> the only tea leaves I see right now is when the
2: movie comes out, whenever that is, they might try to do the retro, give the retro line another kick because that was the original plan was for it to come out during the movie. It's no surprise that we got Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, and The Baroness all confirmed characters from the upcoming movie in this initial wave uh, that got released. So there might be something going on by the time the movie finally comes out whenever that actually is. But I I haven't heard or read or felt anything that made me think that Hasbro was about to unleash the four inch figure. It wouldn't make any sense on a widespread uh, basis when they're trying to get everyone converted over to the six inch line.
0: Very true. Maybe
1: I mean, they just contacted them for a hosting job or something, you know, it could be mm-hmm. any of the part of part of the entertainment very, um, channel as well. That's true.
0: It's true. There, there is all kinds of, of TV and movie projects. Mm-hmm. Sarge does some, some voiceover work, so that's not unheard of either. But again, I mean we don't he, he's being he's playing coy and only giving us a, a, a first name of Ben and we're, we're kind of drawing conclusions from that. <laughs> so I guess uh, time will tell I guess is, is probably the easiest thing to say, but um, you never know you never know. regardless has- of regardless of what they've got, I mean Bobby's figure is gonna be what spring summer next year Yeah and Bobby's got. Uh, makes a salient point uh, tonight because obviously
2: everyone's you know giving him a ring to see what he thinks. And you know what he thinks? He thinks there's a great Sergeant Slaughter figure coming out in <laughs> February and March, and you can go order it right now. So if you're excited about the, the possibility of a six-inch Sergeant Slaughter, we got great news for you.
0: Yeah, go get one. Uh, go get one. Yeah. Go get one. It. It's coming. All right. So that is that for our first news item. First flying already, you see that? See that, guys? You see what? See what a loose cannon <laughs> I got to deal with here? I was starting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, next news item.
1: <laughs>
0: I got to find my rundown. There we go. Uh, Action figures industry has posted listings for Flint Lady J and Major Blood in the GI Joe classified line, and those. Uh, Remember from a few weeks back, uh, Action Figure Industries is that uh, toy retailer in Australia. Uh, and a, last month they posted what what was uh, Wave 3, included Zartan and the Cobra Trooper, uh, also Lady J and somebody else. I, I forget who else was in that initial listing. And as we know, everything's getting shuffled around. So uh, it seems to be fashionable to get on these guys for what they're posting as upcoming figures in, in the classified line. But truth be told, they're probably dead on just don't have the right order. Like much like the rest of us.
3: Well, I don't think it's any stretch of the imagination that Hasbro was going to put out Flint and lady J. I mean, right. Obscure. They, I mean, you know, I, and those names have been around since practically the launch of the line. Rumored in one wave or another, so I, I don't. There's no surprise to this, uh, but Not like I said, as much as stuff is getting shuffled around, is it going to be wave three, wave four? Is it coming out in the spring, next summer, next fall? Who knows? It'll be here eventually. Brian, yeah, I've talk? heard
1: I've heard rumors floating around of other characters that have been kind of constantly brought up, and it seems like they keep getting kicked down the line, and um, you know, there's probably six or eight names. I've heard that repeatedly heard that, Oh, we're going to get them this fall. We're going to get them this winter. We're going to get them next spring. We're going to get them next summer. And um, it'll hit eventually. So yes. When, when will it hit? That's a good question. Or when I'm sorry, when is the street date going to be, when are we actually going to be able to see them? Are we actually going to be able to get them in our hands? Those yeah, who knows? Those are all like uh, yeah. I mean, I, to me anymore, it's all imaginary until I actually can find one or have one in my hand.
2: And I think if you look at, at what Hasbro has done with their other six-inch lines, having a wave release of three figures is somewhat irregular. Yeah. So I gotta believe that you know, with the movies sliding out, you know, there had to be movie product at the six-inch scale uh, that obviously got delayed. So. I, I feel like they've been you know, playing defense on some level and, and not their fault, obviously, yeah. but they've been shuffling things, which I think is part of the reason why we're seeing smaller lineups and, and seeing them released at abnormal times. And they're just, you know, they're, they're scrambling a little bit yeah. and at least they're scrambling and providing figures. So, you know, as, as frustrated as some of us have been with the availability uh, especially of the target figures at least we are getting product and I think the wasn't barbecue the other guy whose name was in that line originally yeah originally
3: Initially. yeah
0: yeah he was in the wave three with zartan major blood flint and lady J and then aFI posted what they thought was going to be a wave three that was a, nut, a little bit reconfigured and then you know Hasbro pulse went live with the the two more uh, mm-hmm. Target exclusives plus the Cobra soldier and Zartan on their own, and so it, it's it really is. It, it's almost like you know Mark will know what I'm talking about from from his radio days, much like mine. It's like there's somebody on the other side of the glass just doing this. Yeah, just, right. Just draw it out, stall for time. Just keep yeah. keep going. We we have to stretch this until until next October when we have a movie and can finally push out the rest of the movie product yeah so well
1: i thought originally wave three was one of the postings i saw was that there was supposed to be a snake eyes a movie snake eyes in a movie storm shadow in one of those listings as well which obviously you know we're you know and that was still when the date was in flux for the movie
2: oh yeah so we pushed
1: it all all the way back to the end of october now of 2021 so yeah, of course, they're going to be, you know, they're they're shuffling and scrambling. I mean, I'd like to know why, as G.I. Joe fans, are we constantly screwed over by movies?
3: Right. Uh, I, I mean, it have got some lingering effect from the last movie and what a debacle that toy launch was. Um, I mean, yeah. like
0: the, the honcho will give you a whole thesis <laughs> on getting screwed over by movies. I, I can't
2: imagine anyone getting screwed over by the delay oh,
0: of a G.I. Joe movie. I, right? I, it's, totally wrong, but I mean, really, the, we saw movie figures as early as, as initially as Wave 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first listings we saw Wave 2 were Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, plus the three figures that wound up being in Wave 2. Right, so right. It's, um, it, you know, you gotta take all of... The timing of everything is gonna be a grain of salt, but as far as the characters, I mean, people are hacking them up, saying, oh, well, there, there's no way that no, they're they're probably spot on. They're probably reporting yeah, yeah. as, you know, fairly accurately. They haven't missed yet. They've just missed the order on things. Right. And well, we've I mean, all missed the order on things cuz it changes every other week. You right. can see the
2: seeds of flint, right? Oh, and yeah. it's Duke's, you know, all Dollar's of Donuts, it's Duke's torso. Yep. With that beautiful chest cut. And they wouldn't have given Beachhead <laughs> they wouldn't have given Beachhead a beret if they weren't going to use it for something else. They wouldn't, because right. it is cool, and I'm thrilled that they gave it to him, but it isn't required for the character, right? He never wore that, did he? No. He had it, but... Even mine, it's in his hand now. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: It, mm-hmm. I, love, I love that they gave it to him, because it shows mm-hmm. they're paying attention to the history, even something that isn't completely obvious, right? Sure. So, right. I think That's great, but obviously that's going to be Flint's parade down the line. The one that's interesting to me is Lady J because I don't think there's much of Scarlet or the Baroness that's reusable for J if they're they're going with a traditional look for her. And that's a lot of tooling to sink into a figure with limited reuse possibility. So I'm curious to see if it is J is, is is it going to be the Lady J we remember or is it going to be, some kind of mishmash of existing parts to modernize her. I don't
0: know. Uh, maybe. I mean, if 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 it's new parts, I'm sure it's new parts that won't be new parts when they get used the next time right. around. So, right. If there's, if, yeah, like if, if they do a, say, a cover, cover girl or, or yeah. something like who, who's who's dressed in something close to normal clothes, like Lady J is. Uh, hey. I-
2: I'm all for, you know, female representation and, and all of that. And Gia Joe was one of the lines that hit that, you know, very early. Yep. Before A lot of other lines were doing it. But, man, once you get past Scarlet, Lady J, Baroness, it's a pretty big drop down to the next tier. So unless they're doing female Cobra Troopers, which would be awesome, yeah. I, I don't know that there's another big female seller in the joe pantheon and they aren't making new characters i guess jinx maybe is is the next one down but is
0: uh, i would say but
2: yeah Zerana, i mean but they're those are and i say b not as like b movie like just not quite a but it's it's a significant drop-off after those three yeah. so we'll see
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you're Baroness Scarlet and Lady J. You're talking three. If 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 you ask somebody to name ten characters out of the line, those three characters are in that ten. So
2: yeah, yeah. And and kudos to GI Joe as a brand for having three females among their top ten or twelve recognizable characters. They were yeah. way ahead of the game on that.
0: In a in a boy's toy.
2: In a boy's. Mm-hmm. Toy. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I, I have to put that in quotes because normally we have a female co-host. You know, <laughs> so I don't want her to come back and and like curse me out on on the live stream.
3: Well, you I can go get a wig if you need. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Travis, I you know I just thought you were doing that anyway. I'm kind of surprised you're not wearing it already. So oh,
3: sorry. You know,
0: or do you just I, need? I'm
3: throwing the hair out a little bit. It's just not quite there yet. Sorry. All right.
0: I mean, it is. It's styling. You you are profiling.
3: Taika Waititi opened the door for a lot of us curly-haired guys to grow it out again. So <laughs> There
0: you go. Noth- nothing like a little global pandemic to, to get that's everybody right. to change up their hair. Mine looks like it's sticking out in about four different directions today. I don't know what's up with
1: that. So I'm guessing with the female host being absent, this is probably the most you've ever talked about hair on a G.I. Joe podcast, right? right.
0: <laughs> no, because usually that's me regardless. You no, okay. Joe Colton does not bring up hair very often. Unless yeah. it's my yeah. hair. So, you know, anyways. But uh, next news item. We have the hosts of, of an upcoming virtual event on, but there's also another virtual event happening before theirs. Uh, this Saturday, October 24th, is CoilCon 11. And that uh, will be taking place from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. with panels hosted by noted author James Cavanaugh, artist Adam Fields, uh, John Crimeans of Crimean's Creations, and we've also got uh, claim sales from Roma Collectibles and more. You can find out more about CoilCon11 on CoilCon11's Facebook page, um, in, and including uh, admission and, and how to get involved with those claim sales and how to... All that other good stuff. Like when we when we did a virtual event here on What's On Joe Mind, it was just code for us putting a lot of shows together and throwing them up all in the same week. It was <laughs> and- a virtual event in the very basis sense of the word. We just we just got the we were we were early to that party. So Lord knows the science was just not there yet. Uh,
2: but I remember the pitch meeting. We're like, Hey Mike, how would you like to not sleep in March?
0: <laughs> yeah, that last week of April was was a tough one. That was, whoo, yeah. But, yeah, that was, um, so we've, we've got, uh, got CoilCon coming up on Saturday. Uh, so if you're interested in, in getting out and hearing from noted author James Cavanaugh et al., um, hit up the CoilCon 11 Facebook page on Facebook, or opposed to the CoilCon 11 Facebook page on YouTube, Or something like, you know. (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, this is what happens when Mike goes off script. But, yeah, hit up their Facebook page, uh, and they'll have all the details for you. Uh, I used to run CoilCon, so I'll vouch for these guys. They're great guys. Um, And 11 11 years in the can with this one. So uh, get on out and support those guys if you can this Saturday.
3: Yeah, it's a good group of guys. And, uh, you know, they were on the forefront of the the kind of the fan convention thing and – Doing stuff like that, I was, you know, involved with that Ohio group there before it was Coil for a while. And, you know, really, if you haven't seen some of the stuff that John does and makes and builds, uh, that panel ought to be fascinating. I, I think he's he's such a creative individual, and and uh, uh, the stuff that he makes. If you've never seen his life size snake armor, it's it's yes. pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah. tune into that. Support support Coil. Uh, anyway, you can. That's a good group of guys trying to keep the hobby uh, alive, trying to keep it uh, focused on the fans. Uh, we we really do look at them as a a sister group, sort of out uh, in those wilds of Ohio and Indiana, where rednecks and crazy people live, but you know, not civilized like Iowa.
1: Right. Right. Absolutely.
0: We need a we need a voodoo burger here, though. That's for sure. Yeah, you do. Better yet, you
3: just need to come to Iowa and have zombie burger, not voodoo burger.
0: Or that I'm sorry. See, I've never
3: been, so there you go. Oh yeah. yeah. You don't know. The tales, the stories, the after event uh, dinners. Joel McMullen
0: remembers the CoilCon tagline. The future of conventions and convention here. <laughs> I don't I don't have the echo effect anymore. So oh well, what can you do?
2: You can't fit that on a shirt.
0: I mean, you can. It would just be really <laughs> tiny.
2: You gotta bend it like a rosary. <laughs> really? yeah. yeah.
0: There you go.
2: It's all Tala Mafia. It fits. Just gotta bend it.
0: There you go. It'll get there. Just circle. I mean, anyway, anyway. So that uh, that pretty much closes out the news.
3: That's it. We don't want to talk politics.
0: No. <laughs> if we Absolutely wanted, to it, we I mean. I'll be honest with you. I absolutely do want to talk about politics, but
3: <laughs> well, I came on here with you. I thought we would at least do a little World Series talk or something. I, I mean, mean, come on.
0: My, my mom taught me that if I didn't have anything nice to say, not to say anything at all.
3: Oh, that's, right? that's, so that's, that's, why, I'm, that's why
0: I'm not talking politics. That's but anyways, right. uh, I'm waiting for Mark to give me the the news sound so we can end.
1: There we go.
0: I mean, you do it. It happens anyway. Dude, dude. I mean, you know, we, we we're trying to carry on in Joe Colton's place here. We have to that's, do things her way. That's why I
2: paused last time, like I wasn't quite paying attention, and then did it quicker.
0: Well, yeah, and it, did it, it, you didn't mute your mic though? So that that right there. As <laughs> so we bag on Joe Colton, despite the fact that she's not here. Okay. So, gents, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show. You guys are the, the nerve center, the pulsating brain mass, yeah. of Codename Name Isla. And generally speaking, assembly required. But of course, COVID has wiped out a lot of shows this year. Uh, if the the list is long, of COVID nineteen casualties, and unfortunately, assembly required is one of would have been the tenth year of assembly required. Yeah, but all is not lost. Tell us it's- about operation it's, armor.
1: it's not it's not well we'll give you a little little backup a little bit
0: so yeah this was going to be our
1: 10th um assembly required and uh, this was going to be big and we had uh we were actually way out ahead of this as far as getting all our stuff together and in order uh venue everything was uh was pretty well i think what well, we, we were february and we were all kind of ready to rock and roll yeah. and if you guys um,
3: Mike, especially you running a convention, you know how rare that is to actually be ahead of the game for once. Right. Usually it's everything last second, but. Um, yeah.
1: It. Yeah. And then, uh, and then as, you know, things started going awry, it kept on, you know, getting kicked down and kicked down. And we thought, well, and I, I believe what I told Travis is, is that if uh, we're still worried about COVID in November, we got bigger problems than a G.I. Joe show. Yeah. And um, sure enough, uh, you know, it's not as drastic, but it's still, you know, it's kind of it's kind of questionable, especially with the way the uh, state of Iowa has been. Yeah. And, um, you know, and uh, up to gosh, when did we decide? Uh, September, August. It was August. I was think beginning maybe. of August,
3: we were really seriously talking about it. And I think about mid about mid-August was when the decision was made.
1: Yeah, I had actually gone to a local comic book show um, here, and I wanted to see kind of what it was like. What was it like in a a COVID era to put on a live show? And um, it was not fun. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't fun, and I couldn't see how we could continue on with doing AR with having – people socially distance and not being able to go to zombie burger afterwards and go to up down after that and do the things that we did with all the socialization we do and all the, all the things that happen outside of the sales floor. Um, it just didn't feel right and it wouldn't have done uh, justice for the experience we wanted to create. So um, yeah. And so the, so we said virtual, but let's not just do, let's just not take AR and put it online let's go ahead and brand a brand new way of doing things so i come from advertising marketing background i've had i actually i just sold my agency or just sold my agency what a year ago and so i'm now just kind of floating around a little bit and i've been doing a lot of watching a lot of online seminars and things like that and i'm just like there's better ways to do this so when it came to branding We said Operation Armor. I called up one of my old creative buddies, uh, Chad Baker. uh, Got him involved a little bit, and uh, it felt like it felt like uh, fifteen, twenty years ago when we first started in advertising together and batting around ideas, nerding out about GI Joe and video games and stuff like that. And um, the whole acronym thing, you know. And we we may have put a little little hard on the acronyms uh, over the whole. Not possible. Over the
3: whole thing, but um, you know it's GI Joe. The acronyms are stretched. That's Uh, that's they they really
1: they really are. So yeah. So then we decided we'll go with Operation Armor and we'll give this uh, this virtual conference um, convention a shot and let's do it someplace like you know where people are um, vested. And so the first place we started with the idea was was the favorite thing from when I was. Back in 1983, 84, was waiting for that box to show up in the mailbox to get the figure, to get the Major Blood, to get the Hooded Cobra Commander, to get the Manta. Uh, So we decided, well, let's do our own little kind of branded mail-away thing. You know, people sign up, uh, we're giving them artifacts that pertain to each one of the panels we're having and uh, something to actually interact with instead of just sitting there passively in front of a screen and watching. Um, Hopefully there's um, some, there definitely is some surprises in there. There's gonna be some, um, I think we are planning on some programming surprises we haven't announced. Um, There's just a way that we could try to take everything and bundle it up into a box, send it to you and then have a GI Joe experience Across the country with all our friends that uh, we don't get to go hang out with this year. Yeah.
0: Excellent. So if you're wondering, I mean, if you're watching this and wondering, well, hey, this sounds like a great experience. This is something that I'm definitely interested in. How do you direct those folks to to? What's their next step? Well, their what next do do? step.
1: Well, time is running out. <laughs> yes. Um. So we provided uh, three different levels of entry. Uh, we are calling them the specialist, the sergeant, and the captain, which unfortunately or fortunately for us, captain's all sold out. So the top tier has uh, been sold out for a few days now, yeah. um, which is pretty awesome. Um, and then uh, the 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 bottom tier, the $10 tier, is the specialist. And um, essentially what you get for that is – Uh, guaranteed access so we're not sure well we're still working through the technology aspect of it all but everybody who pays the $10 is guaranteed access um, to to the to the live event Um, they get um, a bunch of uh, artifacts a bunch of a bunch of fun stuff so you get a little piece from each one of the panels so you're gonna get a little uh, recreation uh, representing something that's covered in the D class, you're going to get a little recreation of something that is covered by the full force panel, and then you're going to get yourself a little souvenir of the uh, illustration by uh, Marvel DC legendary comic book artist Ron Wagner. Um, so, and you know, you'll get to see a video that pertains to Ron drawing that that uh, sketch that you'll receive. Um, so that's the specialist level and that comes in at ten dollars you can step it up to the sergeant's level and you get all the same goodies um oh i forgot to mention the patch we're doing patches this year people we got embroidered patches so you'll get a armored official armored uh operation armor patch with that and then um with the sergeant's one you step up and you get the colored sketch from ron wagner the the colored sketch uh, you'll also get a special patch, which will be covered in the, uh, D-class, uh, panel as well.
3: And see now. no peeking,
1: no peeking, no secrets. Yeah. That, this one's top secret. And then, um, you'll get, uh, the t-shirt, which, uh, I think has made its rounds kind of around the, uh, around the Facebook a bit. Uh, that would be the Manta, uh, Sailing Club 83, uh, done in the classic, uh, ocean pacific style uh surf t shirt so um I, but yeah i have to I, say
0: that 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 t-shirt is incredible yep
1: yeah. thank you thank you i think actually that might have been one of those first like hey guys this is what we're thinking about doing yeah. and i think that was like one of those ideas that i had right out the gate like this is yeah. what we're going to do for the t-shirt so well uh,
3: yeah when, when we talked about mail away and you know the manta of course has to be right there and then. You know, Brian came up and, and a bunch of us that were in the code name I group said, Yeah, we gotta do it Ocean Pacific style or Panama Jack, something like that, you know. Body glove, remember Body Glove? Banana like, Republic. Uh, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's been fun we, to watch that come to kinda fruit.
1: disappointed that we gotta do it on a black t shirt, but I don't think we're yeah. gonna be selling many pink shirts, you know, just saying. I,
3: yeah. I would love pink, uh, but you know, over there, salmon. Uh, how many shirts have you designed over the last 10 years, Brian? Uh, too many. Um, There's a lot of them, but you know, it's amazing when you do the merch sales, you know, the day of the event, the black shirts are far and away. And I don't know if that speaks to our demographic, but people love their black tees, I guess. So
1: typically black t-shirt sales are very strong. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, it's fun because, like, what we want to do is, like, we said, we want to try to harken back to the good old days where you'd save up your flag points, get your mom to write the, the $2 check or the 75 cent check, and uh, <laughs> drop it in the mailbox, uh, impatiently wait three days, and then start bugging the mailman every time right. you see him. Yeah. Is, right. it, it, is he here yet? Do I have my Duke yet? Where's my Duke? You know, like, today, am I going to get my Duke? Dad, am I getting my Duke today?
3: um <laughs> that's right this whole COVID area kind of kind of reminds you of that four to six week time frame as a kid it just it lasts forever man it was never four weeks right never never. never never the early one no no absolutely not
1: but um yeah and we figured this is you know a good experiment too um if the if this proves popular um you know i feel like um we might look at doing these opposite of doing the live events. Um, I was really, I'm very shocked and surprised looking through the people who've ordered already, um, how we're getting a lot of involvement from the coasts, um, you know, which, which I'm always surprised that, like there's a lot of people who travel, a lot of diehards that travel year after year coming from Texas and coming from Florida and Colorado and everything like that. But um, there's some new names I'm seeing this year, which is awesome, which is, it's great to to get these people to get involved
0: in this
3: yeah one of the great things uh you know being involved with assembly required over the last uh, number of years uh is watching it grow because uh, i mean we're in the middle of iowa in des moines you know most people can't pronounce des moines from the rest of the country <laughs> and getting people des to come out, yeah coming out to a toy show in november and you know, weather in Iowa, you guys, you know, Mike, you're from the Midwest, you understand what November means. It It could be 85 degrees, it could be negative 20, and we've had them both ways at, at Assembly Required, but you know, I think one of the things Brian, who who really, you know, I want to emphasize that he is, every piece of art, everything you see with Assembly Required is, is him. That's his brainchild. The rest of us just kind of tag along and help out where we can and and our sounding board, but it's the focus on on the fan experience is really what we seek to do at assembly required yeah we have vendors yeah we're a toy show but we want people to feel welcome and so that's where we we host dinners the night before uh you know if you're staying if you're flying in from out of town and staying in the hotel uh and we we basically provide bus service for a lot of those guys we take (laughs) them to different places uh our local uh, uh toy shop and comic shop here in town uh, jcd and hobby so a little plug to jcd and hobby if you're ever coming through des moines check them out but he's he the, all the guys that come in early he opens up his back rooms and we get to pick through all of his toys that he hasn't processed yet and find all kinds of uh gems through there but it's uh it's doing that kind of stuff and the ten dollar uh set and it feels so weird because we we normally make assembly required a free show and that's been a real big part of the ethos is, is we want we want it to be open to everyone. We want families bringing their kids. And that's, I think for me, been one of the hardest things of saying we're not doing assembly required this year is we do a lot of stuff for the kids every year with the the scavenger hunts and prize packages and all that. And there's no way to do that this year. And so um, I'm really going to miss that segment of it, but, but having a free event. So families bring their kids that it's not prohibitive that they can experience uh, some of the community, but when you come to AR, normally you get a, a, a registration packet that includes, uh, you know, a schedule of events, the uh, the kids brochure. Uh, Brian does a real great job of doing all this artwork. There's prints every year, and I think those that have come to Assembly required really see that that those little touches that that make the show seem a lot bigger than it is. I mean, Brian strives very hard to make a very professional and polished uh, looking product so that when people walk in, they feel like, oh, this isn't, you know, just some toy show in the back room of a hotel. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it's, even the locations have been kind of curated into kind of quirky spots in downtown Des Moines that, that kind of shows off uh, the city. One of the taglines that we, we kind of came up with over the last few years is Des Moines is for lovers. Because we hear the comments every time when people fly in. Des Moines? Why am I going to Iowa in November? It's, well, Des Moines is for lovers, man. And when people come in, I think they fall in love a little bit with Iowa. And and that's great. But there's a lot of work that goes into it. So that $10 package, we really wanted to kind of encapsulate a lot of what goes into the show. So that if you've never been to Assembly Required before, you can get a taste of it say this is kind of what the show is about uh yeah we love toys the vendors love coming in and selling toys but i think up and down if you talk to the vendors that come out year after year they're happy to break even at the show because they love coming and hanging out they love coming and being part uh of of the group of people and that's i hope if you're on the fence on whether to give it a shot you give it a shot uh, because i really do think uh Uh, you're going to enjoy it and love some of the stuff that Brian uh, uh, comes up with as far as the artwork and stuff. But, yeah, sorry, tangent. Yeah. Go back. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. For for us, for me personally, um, it's always – G.I. Joe has always been about the – the details, the interactivity, the connectivity, the interchangeable parts and everything like that. And I feel that, um, we try to bring that to life as soon as you hit the city with us. Like as soon as that Friday night happens to whenever you leave, whether it's Sunday or Monday or whatever, like you literally, we could have grown we're, up.
0: We're never because Des Moines is for lovers. That's right.
1: For lovers. That's right. But like, if we want to make it feel like we grew up in the same neighborhood playing G.I. Yeah. Joe, yeah, and we've just been, you know, separated by, you know, 20 years and I don't know, however many thousand of miles. And we're back together again, playing in the dirt mounds and everything right? like it's like that kind of thing of like um, and and just to see the like the the families and the next generation and um yeah. you know what's his, uh was it Alex Alex, Alex who's... Bieber. yeah yeah this kid this kid's been awesome like he's been to every single one he's now what 18 no he just turned 16. 16, 16 16 16 yeah yeah and so he's been to just about every single one i can think of and uh this kid has literally grown up with us every year and like what the last two years he's won the custom contest and yeah um, he is like it's so cool to see, uh, you know, like it's not all lost. It's not going to be a bunch of grumpy, fat, out of shape, bald headed, grumpy old men playing with their little, uh, you know, dolls. Yeah, either either am I. I'm all still, right. like, you know, but um, but the idea though is that like, let's try to welcome the kids in a yeah. little bit more. That next generation and stuff. And I feel like we're in a way. I mean, I'm and I don't. I don't want to. to to blast anybody too bad but like doing something that i feel like Hasbro's dropped the ball on over the years and that's providing the uh the narrative for the toy for the play for the 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 coming together um it's so much of it feels like it's a you know like how how what does it mean to to collect or play with toys anymore i don't know i don't know how that is so uh, yeah, we want to provide an extension of the brand as best as possible and be those ambassadors to to come in and welcome people back or, you know, welcome new people to figure it out. Like there's been times where we just have it on the street and like, uh, you know, it's on the corner and big signs posted out there. And people are like, hey, we were just walking by and we saw this G.I. Joe thing. We wanted to yeah. stop in and see what it was about. and Like,
3: come on in.
1: Like it's happened year after year.
3: Yeah. And mentioning out, we need to shout out to the Joe Customs crew um they have become such a big part of of the show every year and that's another thing that we, we really are going to miss this year is is because uh joe customs a couple years ago they were they were coming down they'd set up a booth and they do some they would almost do like a mini convention within our convention where they would do custom demonstrations and, and various things and a couple years ago we went to said hey we we got kind of a crazy idea we really uh, we like involving the kids. We like doing the prize packs with them. We like, uh, you know, the scavenger hunts and all that. What do you guys think about helping every kid that comes in make their own custom? And uh, you can tell they were a little like, oh, that that's kind of a cool idea. We don't know how it would work or whatever. But, man, that first year, once those kids started rolling in, those guys transformed, man. They were so into it. And every parent that came through. Uh, that I talked to, they were they were just so in love with those guys because the Joe's Customs guys are, are some of the nicest dudes you will ever meet. If you if you haven't uh, gone to Joe Joe Customs, uh, been part of their boards, check them out. Check their Facebook group out. Um, they're they're the coolest dudes, but they're like most of us, you know. They're they're nerds, you know. Maybe a little introverted, maybe a little awkward socially whatever but man when they started working with those kids and showing them how to paint showing them how to put parts together that was a really really uh neat thing that happened and then uh, we should mention jason groth also uh who's, yes he was a deal maker out of uh see, he's out of cedar falls i think Iowa. like
1: waverly like i think about yeah waverly. Up in that area yeah. waterloo
3: cedar falls area uh, he's a history teacher i believe right yep um but he makes these massive amazing dios and he started coming down and in the last couple of years he's done like mini dio kits uh with the kids uh, out of foam core and that's been really fun to watch too so um another part we're going to miss but part of what assembly required I think makes it a little different for maybe some other toy shows
0: so rather than dwelling on what we're going to miss because we're, we we <laughs> all we're all next missing next year we're all missing just being able to leave the house without consequence. Um, <laughs> what is on tap on November 7th? What do you have planned? What's, the, what's the
3: docket look like? Uh, we don't know. We're winging it, but uh,
0: no. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were hoping
1: you could help us out with that. <laughs> yeah, right. Mike, all right, here we going, go. Right? Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, no. We uh,
3: play the
0: team stream from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's, right. <laughs>
3: That's right. No, uh, you know, a tradition we started a couple years ago, Uh, To open every show on Saturday morning, we started doing uh, what's called Cartoons and Cereal, where we would play cartoons. And McCloud, I think he's curated it every year, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, Um, he has, because he's mixed in some of the Action Force cartoons in there. So we get the uh, Sergeant Slammer and uh, some of the uh, really funny dubbed over uh, cartoons. Yeah. And And commercials. Commercials and cut together uh, some classic toy commercials and stuff. But we would always set up a little cereal bar, and while we were, I don't know, while people were nursing their hangovers and limping in to try to get their booths in order. No, um, one, did that. no one No one No, 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 no. We no. were, we're all, pure we were all Boy Scouts, and we were all in bed by nine. Um, but uh, yeah, but this gave a way for fans to come in and have a seat and watch some cartoons and kind of get a little hyped up. So we're, we're doing the same thing. We're going to do an hour of classic cartoons, uh, funny commercials, and uh, you know, unfortunately, this year you got to provide your own cereal and milk. But um, sorry, yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we yeah we thought we're,
3: about we're, including it into the the gear kits, but you know, milk it, it it's tough to ship. It's you know, they ask you the whole liquid fragile hazardous thing, mail uh-huh. stuff. It, it's not worth it. Live. We
1: didn't know what the state of the post office was going to be this, uh, this by the time November True. came around. So right. we didn't want to
3: the official ballot on all the kits and hopefully they'll mm-hmm. make it.
1: There. <laughs> you might be able to find them all in the dumpster behind it. Um, yeah. So we'll start <laughs> off with that. Um We've got um uh, uh we've got three panels um that we're announcing that are lined up. Um I think we haven't even determined the order yet, but we'll go through uh I think the the first one will be we'll talk about D class. Um these guys uh
3: That's Joe Declassified, uh,
1: you know, declassified correct. Joe declassified, yeah. yeah. All right.
3: Um, our, our- our lingo in the Joe community, sometimes it slips through, but yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, I can't, I can't, I can't say this without bringing up uh, Gary goggles and uh, you know, this man, um, I barely knew him. Uh, Steve Kelting was good friends with him.
3: Yeah. And we, um, we need to bring up Steve that he, he and Brian were the ones that started assembly required. It was them meeting in a uh, coffee shop and kind of building a friendship and starting this crazy idea. But, But, yeah, his relationship with Goggles kind of brought D-Class in.
1: And brought him in right away from the get-go. And, um, you know, Goggles was such a huge supporter of what we were doing and would, you know, I mean, it amazed me that he showed up the first show and was like, I brought all this prototype stuff to show off and talk about. And we're like, I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, but this stuff is badass. I
0: love this. This is awesome. And so. um, Who are you? And you're on at 11. Yeah,
1: right? but, uh, yeah. And um, it was, it was really great. And, you know, through that, you know, a lot of great friendships sparked, but um, you know, when we moved and graduated to doing panels, I'm like, man, whatever you guys want to do, let's do it. Let's support, you know, I mean, again, it's, this is, it, this is a, you know, we're really about supporting the community and we felt that D class was a very important part of the community, the Joe community, because of what they were doing with, especially the um, the uh, uh, Real American Hero era stuff with capturing and getting a hold of all that original art and sculpt and all the presentation oh, yeah. stuff. Like, I mean, this stuff is fascinating. I mean, I'm, I love it because I want to know where my toys came from and I love it because yeah. I'm a marketing nerd and I love it because I'm a creative nerd. Like, it is fantastic. And so we've been working with them to um, with our theme for the show, with their theme for what they're presenting. And so this year they're going to be doing an entire panel about the mail-aways. So everything from how we ended up getting Sergeant Slaughter to Hooded Cobra Commander to the to Cobra Commander himself. And then a couple things that we didn't get. Um, and that I think is just perfect. So um, I'm, I'm excited about this. I know a little bit I've been given a couple little pieces and stuff like that, of things that are, that they're going to be talking about. I've also made a couple requests that I think got rejected, but um, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think this one's going to be, this is going to be a lot of fun. And um, I was just asked this morning if we have to hold them to an hour or if they can go a little longer. So I'm thinking they're, 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 they're packing this full of stuff. So, um
3: if, if you've never experienced uh declassified one of their booths or one of their panels at a convention this is a great opportunity to see what they bring they really are one of the the most important organizations in the joe community they they seek out pieces of history they seek out the story behind how we got toys how we got the things that we love uh one of my favorite parts of the declassified panels is usually seen like alt deco's from, from different figures and different passes at a design that they have found the sketches for this kind of stuff. They have two ups of the actual you know product that was made. It, it's fascinating uh, if you're interested at all in how, how something goes from being an abstract idea to being produced and it's, it's great. So if you haven't had a chance to see a, a D-class panel, this is a great opportunity. Um, so, take advantage of it. Order a ten dollar kit. <laughs> November seventh. November seventh. November Saturday, November 7th. We'll so be Saturday after return. Halloween. Yeah, that's right.
0: Ish. So who else? Who else? You got, Brian?
1: Uh we got. Uh, you know, Chris McLeod and um, uh, Patrick Stewart. Um, he, uh, they're uh, full force, and they are going to not that Patrick Stewart. Not the card, specifically.
3: Not the card. Hey, yes, yes.
1: Um, they are going to be talking about a uh, action force mail away club, and this is the first I'd ever heard about it. Um, but apparently, there there was a mail away club in the UK that apparently took Chris's money and sent them an envelope, and then didn't do anything else. Um, I don't know. This if- is his revenge. Right. Right. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's the way things work in Sound, the UK. Sounds
0: like something he'd do. Yeah. Yes. But,
1: um, but yeah, he's got a fascinating lineup of like what was planned for this club and the figures you were supposed to be getting. And then what happened to those figures and the decos, uh, that still got him in the hands of fans and stuff like that. So, um, this is really interesting. And I, 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 I gotta say, um, Chris has been a big, big, big help with uh, this year's a lot uh, with this year's convention a lot. Uh, He stepped up. He's he's volunteered to help us out with some stuff. And uh, he's gone way beyond. And not to mention, like, I've I've actually read the script for the panel and um, I'm super excited for this one. This one's going to be I think this is this is really cool to see what was going on over the across the pond Mm -hmm. with uh, some of our beloved toys.
2: I know where all that mail-in Action Force money went to. Where'd it go? It went to New Jersey to a ten-year-old Bobby Vala. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> dun
0: dun dun dun. on,
1: Bobby. There you go. Well, Bobby needs to start making some Tiger Force versions of his figures then. Right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, that would be You're nice. Uh, yeah. Our third, uh, our third uh, announced panel is going to be Ron Wagner. Um, he, uh, you know, he worked on G.I. Joe during the Marvel era. He worked on it in IDW Times. Um, I'm trying to think of what he's best known for. Um, you know, he has worked on Batman and Punisher and uh, I'm trying to think. Morpheus, he's he was yeah, he's got a, no, a note of fame on Morpheus and uh, Daredevil. And, yeah, so he's done quite a bit of... Um, on that uh, on that front. So um, he's he's a local guy. He's here in town. Uh, I, I get, I'm blessed to call him one of my friends. Uh, he is a he was a big inspiration for me. Like it's really weird to talk to him about when I would get his comic books in G.I. Joe, like I'd go buy him off the rack and I would come home and try to redraw them. Totally weirds him out, which is cool. I love doing that to him. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we went over to his place. Uh, I went over to his place, his studio, uh, last week and we filmed him doing, um, the sketch, which will be included in a version of it will be included in all the packets. Um, and, uh, he's going to come on and he's going to do to discuss it, talk about it, uh, talk about some of his, uh, his time doing drawing GI Joe and, Uh, what his experience has been like in comic book land, you know, Uh, working with Larry Hama. And actually he's been working on a, on a, I don't, I don't know if I could, how much I could divulge, but he's working on the Larry Hama project. That's not GI Joe related. And he's been working on it for about the last year or so. And I was really uh, pretty surprised and uh, excited because I got to look at 98 of the pay out of the 112 pages or 111 pages for this graphic novel he's working on with Larry Hama. So I got nice. to see those a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, it is pretty amazing and it's cool. And um, so did yeah, they keep
0: the, did they keep the end from you or did they keep one of the middle portions so that the end didn't no, make any sense?
1: The end is, the end is missing. The end is okay. missing the last, like, uh, yeah, 10 pages or so he's still <laughs> working on. So hopefully, you know, another month or so we'll get to see how I'll get to see how the story ends. But, um, yeah, he's a great guy, and uh, we're going to be giving out information about uh, getting a hold of him for commissions. Um, that was the one thing that you know, again, sorely missed. Like that was awesome to have Ron Wagner sit down and mm-hmm. draw you GI Joes all day long. You know, or I don't know, five or six, depending on how often he was talking to everybody. But yeah. Um, but <laughs> he, uh, yeah, but he's yeah, you know, great guy, uh, great great guy, great artist, and uh, I think it's just fun to have him and reconnect with things and um, you know I'm just saying maybe maybe uh, a Rod Wagner comic book or two might end up in a couple people's kits I'm just uh, letting people know like you know another reason why we wanted to do the uh, the mail in stuff the mail away stuff was because we love to give away our toys And I say give away our toys because it's like some of, for the first couple of years, it was really literally us giving away our toys. But,
3: um, <laughs> look, but we take a look you... at,
0: at Travis's background there. I mean, it looks like he's got a few more he can give away.
3: Yeah. See, my problem is I don't give any away. So, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm talking about, Travis. Right. Not even right. to your but... brother Mark.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he would never come and visit, you know. But look at how yeah.
0: empty, look at how empty the walls behind
3: him are. Yeah. Nothing. Right. He's got nothing. Right. Mom loved me more. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, like yeah. What I was saying, a, a big part is, you know, because it's a free event, you know, generating revenue to keep doing it. I don't know if people understand that that uh, putting on shows costs money. I mean, mm. venues aren't free and, and printing all these wonderful things that we that Brian does is not cheap. <laughs> nope. so we have to have a revenue stream and normally it's a raffle we we do a raffle and it's it's donated gifts and gifts prizes uh from the intel iowa crew uh and then a lot of the the supporters from around the country that come in they come in with something in their hand say hey put this in the raffle i kokomo toys out there in indiana last year gave us a, a us- flag as part of the raffle i mean nice uh, generosity the community has been really uh amazing um and it's a lot of fun. The raffles are a lot of fun because, um, the biggest cheer is always when a kid wins, you know. And it's always he comes with his dad or whatever, and they, they give him a handful of tickets. But, uh, a kid wins, and everyone just erupts. They, they think that's the greatest thing ever until that kid wins four in a row. Then, 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 then he has to fight his way to the parking lot. That's right. Then, then dad puts him under the coat and sneaks him out. But, you know, it's, uh, uh, so as Brian was saying, hopefully we can sneak in a couple, uh, uh, not surprises, 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 surprises.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got, we've got, we got some new merch that hits the shelves and some things that we've been get, collecting over the years that, you know, we could fit in a mail away box, you know, just saying, you know, That's right. um, I, still,
3: I still got a case of Sigma six Zartans that I haven't been able to. Yeah. <laughs> <more, so. laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Travis,
0: I got some bad news for you on that, buddy. Oh, uh, no.
3: They're, they're coming mm. back, right?
0: We got to be coming back for the anniversary. Sure. Sure. I'm waiting wait, for wait that up. anniversary Sigma Six line.
2: So mm-hmm. is Justin Bell.
0: Right? That's right. He's the only one.
1: He's the only one.
0: He's the guy. He's the one Do we guy. We got a better
1: chance of getting an anniversary line of Extreme. <laughs> Extreme!
2: Extreme! <laughs> Shout out to Joe to Slepski on to, that one. I want them to make a Sigma-6 Royal Guard so Adam
0: Riches and Justin Bell can fight to the death for it. Mm. So good. So, gents, if, we, if, if the folks out there uh, watching this live or watching this later, if they want more information on the event, where do they go?
1: You can start at codenameiowa.com. That's our website that's got everything on there. That's got um uh chances to buy things, uh how to get a hold of us and things like that. Um we promise you people, um there will be more merch put up. So i have been doing these um uh I'm I'm calling them cell pop art things. Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen those floating around. That would be the almost like the pop art cell shaded animation stuff. Um Those things will be, those prints will be going up at some point soon, uh, along with some of the other stuff we've got going, t-shirts and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, go to the website, codenameiowa.com. Check us out there. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook.
0: We do have it linked up down in the the details, too. So if you missed that, just just look down there. It's there for you. Right on.
1: And then, um, and then Facebook, of course, you know, we've got, uh, Facebook, we're, we're, we're right now we're super active on it. Right. Uh, Come come April, not so much, but, um, there's that. And then there's also the Instagram, which, uh, I've chiefly been in charge of, which has been ignored since I've been so busy cranking out stuff, uh, this last couple of weeks, but, uh, it's also code name Iowa on Instagram.
0: Uh, Instagram's tough, man, because you can either do the work or you can hype the work, but you can't do both. Uh,
1: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, and it, it's kind of fun because, like, uh, you know, uh, you know, Travis is downplaying his contributions, but this year he's really stepped up with uh, helping with those six inch accessories and things like that. And, like, one of the problems we have is uh, saying no to putting more and more stuff into these things. Um,
3: again, getting back to the program. Well, Travis, bit get of- with
0: the program. I know. Hey, I, I know. just got
3: manufacturing done today, so I'm happy.
0: Yeah. You know.
3: <laughs> but like
1: um, one one thing too, going back to a little bit about the financials of this, and we we try to be as transparent as possible about Absolutely. all this stuff. Because I'm not making any money off of this. Travis is not making any money off of this. No. We're trying actually our best. Our best shows are break even shows. Um, we are not doing this for um, a profit. I'm not a professional showrunner. I don't want to be a professional showrunner. I have a day or I had a day job. Um, It's cool. I don't, you know, I'm fine right now. Trust me, I'm good. Um, But uh, what we try to do is take the money. If any profits are made from one year to the next, uh, we invest that into the next year. So whether that's a bigger venue, whether that's uh, more prizes, whether that's, more experiences for people. Uh, that's the whole point is we're trying to, we're trying to run a break even show. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, one thing I've always said constantly is as long as I have control over AR, um, it is going to be a free show, a free vendors floor. Uh, you'll never have to pay admission to get in to go and spend money. Um, yeah, I want to make sure. Hey, um, Ch- <laughs> thanks Charles. That's awesome. Um, but like, yeah, that's one of those things where I want to make sure that, um, you know, it, it, this is totally me, Travis, Steve Cam, Dave, like we're just trying to have that neighborhood feel again. Yeah. We're trying to be eight years old again and playing with GI Joe and having, you know, a good weekend.
3: Yeah, the the fun of it for for me is when all the guys from out of town come, and we have a crew of guys that come in a day early every year to the show, and they're helping us haul tables, they're helping us stuff envelopes, they're helping us do all the little things that has to be done before we open the doors on Saturday morning, and uh, <laughs> we miss that this year. You know, we are gonna miss seeing our friends. Uh, it's it's this COVID thing. You know, I I've really uh, felt bad for my kids because they miss their friends until school started up here again, and I'm kind of feeling that a little bit now. It's like we're getting close to November and, oh, I'm not going to see my buddies from Minnesota and Wisconsin and Florida and Indiana and Ohio and all those guys that come in. It's like, oh, you're getting a little bit of that grief coming in. But at the same time, it's like, you know.
0: It's weird. In this hobby, we we were used to not seeing our friends very right. often in person. Right. But now now that it's setting in, that it's been about a year, and normally this is when we hit that reset button. yeah. It's not coming right away. So well,
3: and it's even when the, the official when the club shut down, there were still these fan shows going on that we could still see our friends, you know, get together with people, all these people that oh heck, I met all these guys 20 years ago on stupid savage sound off message boards and Joe Battle on <laughs> and, and, and Ring of Collectors and you know, all these things, all the weird stuff, you sit here and think. I've known some of these guys half my life now you know and i can't see them now you know and, and that's i can't we can't go to zombie burger and die or go to up down or you know it, it it's sad yeah. but we're hoping you know we've got this wonderful thing called the internet now that we can kind of play with our our friends again so to speak so we're hoping this is a bridge um you know we can't wait to do live shows again but we're hoping this this is an opportunity to at least feel a little bit like we're connected again with everyone else. So Excellent. we hope to see everyone out,
0: and hope hopefully that this is this is the one year that we have to do stuff like this, right? Um, and right. and the what what we can all do to ensure that it is is to wear a mask when we go out, uh, maintain social distancing as much as possible, uh, clean up, you know, wash your hands, uh, disinfect surfaces, do what you can, yeah. Uh, because we're we're not getting back to normal anytime soon without some changes in behaviors, uh, no, and, and that's that's that is an individual individual choice on everybody who who might get this message. So please continue to fight the good fight. So on a somber note, we'll yep. tie that up <laughs> for, <laughs> for for uh, <laughs> the folks. that no name Iowa for Operation Armor. Remember that is November seven. Uh, and that is online. Check out codenameiowa.com for more details. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to turn the corner, bring it into the station here, and that, of course, brings us to shout-outs. No, that's what we got in. My bad. I'm looking looking at the <laughs> wrong part. I'm, I'm skipping ahead. <laughs> hey, Mark, how many of these have I hosted? Uh, you know what? It's the first
2: one that's going well. Right. Let's do it again next week. <laughs> What we got in, Mark Weber? What'd you get in this week? You know what? It's taken a while, uh, and it shouldn't shouldn't be that hard. But I got I got jammies, right? Uh, let's get them up there. Ooh. No Baroness yet, but I got a Snake Eyes and a and a Storm Shadow. And you know what? People are somewhat jaded that they already have them, but come on, man, seeing that on shelf—if that doesn't make your heart do a little pitter patter. And even though the the file cards are are wonky, <laughs> come on,
0: man, file card, <laughs> love it. So can you can you give us the old 3D effect like uh, like SCTV used to do, Mark? <laughs> like the zoom?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> You've been hypnotized. There we so, go. Uh, there you go. I was pretty. You know what? Just. The ability to drive. I got a tip that they were at a certain Walmart in Rhode Island, and I I haven't found hardly any Joe product on shelf all year. So an impromptu Saturday afternoon trip out, I got two of the three. Pretty happy with it. Still hunting for the Baroness, but, you know.
3: I got one locally if you need one shipped. Oh, okay.
2: Wait a minute.
1: Is that the one you picked up for me?
2: Uh, (laughs) Not anymore. Maybe. Not anymore. It's all Maybe, yeah, not anymore. Our, it's All of the that, family,
1: brother. Woo! That's okay. That's okay because I have my own my own Walmart display in here that's chock full of uh, everybody. So hey, yeah, look at him, man. Yeah, yeah. got what almost as much
2: stuff. Slams,
1: what happens when someone slams that door? Nobody does. It's the closet, and there's no going up the up in the okay. closet. So yeah, You've yeah.
0: It. <laughs> You've given it some thought. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's prepared.
3: Yeah, he's a showrunner,
0: man. Can't can't ah, throw right. weird weird details past the showrunner,
1: unless you're you're the, unless you you're the, the showrunner brings them up. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's right.
0: Travis, what'd you get in this week?
3: Oh, um, that's an excellent question. Um, we've been so focused on show. Oh, you know what? Uh, when the Amazon Prime Days went on. Uh, I don't have them right in front of me, but, uh, I got in the, uh, DC Multiverse Batgirl, got her on sale, so that was nice. pretty good, and, uh, that Fortnite, uh, white suit four pack of the four-inch, uh, I don't know, they're like the playing card guys, I don't play Fortnite, so I don't know, but the white suits will be good custom fodder, uh, if nothing else, and then, uh, I kind of dived headfirst into the, uh, NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, based on the animated, uh look so uh, i managed to pick up uh, a couple sets of those this week so nice, nice. That's, a,
0: that, that's a pretty good looking line i'm not big on turtles but if i was gonna oh. buy turtles it would be those neck of turtles
3: i can't grab one but look there at that crane. <laughs> He's crooked it in there now but Thomas,
2: really honest with you i don't see a place to put those toys
3: uh, I have to make a place. So
0: he knocked them off the shelf that he's sitting on right now. Right.
1: We don't know what's on the other side of the camera.
3: Right. right. Uh, Legos are on the other Wait, side. Of the okay. Yeah. yeah. Great deal.
0: You made a nice yeah. camera stand out of Legos. That's right.
3: <laughs> you're laughing, but that's literally what my camera's on right now. Is a model.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice. There we go. (laughs)
3: There you go. (laughs)
0: Receiving my psychic vibes. (laughs) Gathering from the universe that we call Iowa. Brian Sauer, what'd you get in this week?
1: Well, actually, it's funny. I was just just got this um, like two hours before we got started. So it's my uh, Mando Heavy uh, credit line so uh literally i uh when i logged in and it was taking a minute i was able to crack this guy open uh so i have not exactly had a full full time with him to examine him or anything like that but uh yeah pretty excited about that uh oh (laughs) i finally got my nice there you go. Last All Striker uh, I've been looking for uh, after Walmart has canceled it on me three times. So I was very excited to find that. And that was just like a fluke. Um, I can't remember what I was in Walmart picking up, but I wasn't like hunting for anything. I just walked in and I was like, oh, I wonder I'll take a stroll down the aisle and see if they had anything. And that's if you're what they there, had, you might so. as well. Exactly it. So no, it's been uh, you know, I think I got a couple of other Star Wars stuff this week. I got my um armorer or my armor-er, armor-er, armor R, from uh, Mando. And so uh, she showed up today and, and I think eh, well, that's about it. I'm hopefully uh, expecting a special package from uh, AVAC, uh, AVAC's mm-hmm. lab, which we never talked about Kobe, but AVAC's lab's got a special package coming for me hopefully tomorrow.
0: Nice. Because so. Mark, you remember AVAC's lab. Yeah. It's a great place to get a little head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't say that, slab.
0: Well, yeah, depends. I told you. Yeah, yeah, that's them. The pronunciation thing. Kobe Brown and his band of renown.
1: That's
3: right. That's right. He's been a great friend of the show, Kobe. So we, we, we're we're already, we
0: get to dust off all the old running gag chestnuts for Kobe. There, there you, you go. go. Yep.
3: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, one of the neat things that. Kobe and his wife, uh, they come up to AR every year, and it's their anniversary weekend. So they spend their anniversary, and hence Des Moines is for lovers. That's right. Right. I heard that. So I'm going right. well right to make them drink for their anniversary. But uh, yeah, it's well known that
0: Des Moines is for lovers. Well known. I uh, I, mean, I had a crazy week at work this week. So what I got in is this soda. <laughs>
3: what is it?
0: It's a it's a Coke Zero, but it's a fountain. <laughs> It's delicious. Where it was back when it wasn't room temperature. Right.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> oh there, we here, there we go. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, the without- There's, There's our fifth panelist.
1: Moxie decided uh, I'm taking too long on up here and I need to come downstairs and sit on the couch.
2: The show so- has literally gone to the dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. Have you <laughs> oh.
0: Thank While you. Mochie is uh, administering justice, Mark Weber. Why, uh-huh. why don't you give your shout-outs?
2: Uh, I'm gonna take the obvious one. Shout out to uh, Joe Colton and the wristlock Wes Whitlock, or as Mike, I believe, coined first, the wedlock. The wedlock,
3: West West Whitlock.
2: wedlock for uh being uh the uh, the happy married couple of uh, what's on Joe Mind. So it's it's three Joe, weeks in
0: a row, but we're not gonna we're not gonna stop applauding. Yeah, and the West, I heard it was a lovely wedding. <laughs> we we have stories to tell of the online wedding experience, but we're gonna leave those for next week when Joe is next back.
2: Week.
0: Next, will oh, be fun. What else you got, Mark? That's it. Travis, Mark's long lost brother. You got some shout
3: outs. Uh, you know, let's give a shout out to the guys over at Coil. Uh, make sure to check out their show this weekend. Uh, that's this this coming Saturday, unless you're listening to this afterwards. Uh, but check out uh, the Coil Show. October 24. There you go. And then uh, shout out to, to Joe Declassified and Ron Wagner and uh, who am I forgetting? No, oh, Chris McLeod with uh, Full Force Podcast. Uh, be sure to check them out Saturday, November 7th. That's a Saturday after Halloween. At Operation Armor, head to codenameiowa.com and, and get all the info on that. But uh, big thanks to those guys for helping us out this year. They're they're always such uh, good sports, and, and and they always put on such a great uh, discussion. So uh, be sure to check them out.
0: Moxie, your
1: shout-out. Moxie's gone. She's, Brian uh, Sapper, your yeah. shout-out. She's running away. She's had enough. um <laughs> Uh, my shout out probably would go to um, uh, the vendors. The vendors we're missing from this year. Yeah. Uh, the vendors who are probably uh, feeling the most brunt of this whole uh, cancellation virtual world right now. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you know, support, your, support your local store, support your local vendors, uh, you know, hit up Roma. Hit up Toy DiGiorno, hit up Jay's CD and Hobby, go uh, go bug Kobe, go check out Small Joe's, like um, any of those guys, all those guys who aren't uh, going to be able to travel the circuit at all this year and, um, you know, who've uh, had to suffer through shutdowns and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's the vendors that, uh, you know, we can't support as much as we like to.
0: <clears throat> all right. Uh, for myself, of course, Racktime Rob, the unsung fourth man, only uh, was <laughs> of of our team. Uh, he was going to be on the show with everybody tonight, but he just got he got hammered by work at the last minute. So he was a late scratch, and so Mark and I had to call this match on the fly.
2: Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give a special thanks to to this gentleman in the live chat, Matt Rubin, who's doing uh, helping us out a little bit with some of the, uh, the, the the back office file keeping uh, as far as getting some stuff up on our Podbean feed. Uh, Matt's going to be instrumental for that. I'm going to be doing the heavy lifting on a lot of that this weekend, but it wouldn't be happening without this, this guy's efforts. Uh, so make sure and thank him in the chat. And if you have a Baroness. If you have a Baroness, Jesus, hit the man Send it to the man for less than sixty dollars would you?
3: <laughs> Anybody, you don't
0: need to make that much money. He's vested, but he has standards. I like it. Right. Right. Yeah. hmm So Matt Rubin gets a shout-out, of course, to 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 Joe and Wes. Uh, many happy years ahead of them. We hope. We will hear more about them next week and hopefully it won't all be you know, over by then. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're one of those couples that can't stand to be married. We'll know next week, won't we? <laughs> a it sounds thing. like a, sounds like a good reason to make an appointment to be on the What's on Joe my YouTube channel next Thursday a, at nine PM. Be a special annulment edition.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> come on, <laughs>
0: that's terrible. Says the guy who's been through an annulment. You know, but whatever. <laughs> I, I live. <laughs>
2: If Joe wanted to marry the wrong guy there was a cot waiting let me I know right
0: a <laughs> cot was ready to go Absolutely <laughs> I know Phil that Don-
2: every girl's fondest dream is to be carried sideways down the staircase into the basement
0: and dropped on the cot <laughs> Phil Donnelly wants a baroness for less than 62 so let's hit Phil up too Yeah uh, We also want to
3: make sure sure now someone's going to have to go above 60.
0: (laughs) Right now. We got, now we got bitters.
2: That's right. I think Travis should send me the Walmart Baroness for 15 bucks. And then I will send it to Phil for 50. There you go. (laughs) That sounds like a plan.
3: (laughs) Well, man, if they're paying 60 bucks for the Walmart Baroness, I got them all covered.
2: Right.
0: Oh yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Please sell
2: mine. Yes. They're going to get the wrong
0: Baroness. But uh, we also want to send uh, continue to send out the message. Uh, to support yojo.com and you can do that best by signing the save yojo.com petition. Link for that is down below again as well. Uh, We are up close to 2,500 signatures, which is pretty good for a week's time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But don't be shy, share that wherever you can Uh, keep sharing it. Uh, Studies show that you, you, you you aren't done unless you've shared something four or five times. And and so uh, we want to get everybody's signature on there all at once, uh, regardless, just to, Even if, even if your take is that petitions never do any good, uh, first off, yeah, they do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Our little show is proof. Uh, second, uh, even if vertical scope winds up not doing anything with the petition, um, fine, so be it, but, uh, having a big collection of names together in support of the folks at yojo certainly helps them with whatever comes next. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. please just go out, get, get your name on the petition. You can always throw whatever emails that change.org sends you in your spam folder and that won't hurt anything either. Uh, but get out, show your support and, uh, click on the the link below to sign the save petition. So that about wraps it up. We're, we're actually coming in a little short of what we've done in the last couple of weeks. I feel like oh I feel we like are getting better.
3: We talk more. Yeah, man. we get uh, we got
1: more. We got more. We got stories galore about AR and how great <laughs> Iowa is. And November seventh. Right. November
0: seventh. November seventh. Uh, but before we get why to, why to November seventh, we got a big day on November third. Uh, voting don't care about is, that. yeah, voting is important. Uh, we need to make sure that we're getting out and we're making our voices heard. Uh, most voting places are open at this point. Uh, So you can get out to wherever it is you need to get out to and cast your ballot. Um, This is perhaps the most important election of our lifetimes. uh, So you don't want to be on the sidelines for it. Just get out, make your voice heard. Uh, Secondly, I'm going to reiterate from earlier, uh, we are still in the middle of a pandemic that hasn't changed because we don't want to be in a pandemic anymore. Nobody wants to be in a pandemic anymore. So if you're going to head out, even if it's just around the corner, uh, even if it's just up the street... Put on your mask, uh, maintain social distancing, uh, and avoid large crowds. Uh, wash your hands. Just do all the common sense things to keep you and the people around you as safe as possible. Um, and I know we, we haven't heard this phrase in a while, but we need to flatten that curve uh, on infections and, and, and get things to where we can have great shows like Assembly Required again. Uh, great shows like CoilCon again. Great shows like, well, frankly, anything again. Um, and because that's that's not going to change with the path that we're on right now. So please, we are begging you at this point. Uh, do what you can. Uh, fight the good fight. Uh, and make sure that other people know that they should be fighting the good fight, too.
2: You know what you call someone who argues about wearing a mask? A dipstick? No, a mask debater.
0: Look <laughs> real And on that note, let's uh, bring this All one to the station. I'm not even trying man. I'm not even trying. For our guests Brian Sauer and Travis Weber, for the hot show, Mark Weber. I Mike here is Thanks again for tuning in one more Thursday at nine for the what's on Joe Mine team stream. Uh, have a good week. We'll catch you next Thursday. Uh, Be here or be rectangular. Have a great evening. (laughs)